Uh, welcome to the second part of our October 1992 episode. Um, if you haven't listened to the first one, that's weird. Go back and listen to that. Do uh, they have to, though? Can yeah. you listen to them out of order? Uh, well, you know, it, it, you can try and piece together like a Tarantino film and, <laughs> and find a different... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we just left off. We were just talking about um, Candyman. Um, but definitely check out our top part one because we, we do our spooky section um, with a awesome spooky uh, intro music uh, done by someone pretty awesome. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good, not you. bad. Uh, um, without further ado, uh, please welcome uh, Laura Jane Spooky back again and for our part two of October 1992. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's go on to Reservoir Dogs. Put the gun down! Hear your names, Mr. White, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? Who cares what your name is? Yeah, that's easy for you to say. You're Mr. White. You have a cool-sounding name. Let's go to work. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got the feeling there's something right. What happens if the manager won't give you the diamonds? Cut off one of his fingers. The little one. I'm so scared because If they hadn't done what I told them not to do, they'd still be alive. Um, most important point on the way out of the diner at the start, Chris Penn trips. Yes, he does. And it's hilarious. You didn't tell me that. I didn't see it. That's what I'm doing when I get home. Yeah. Just going to watch that. Just like a slight forth. little stumble. Like, you left that in there. Ah, fuck. <laughs> uh, this was interesting to watch. I was talking to a friend of mine about it and um, he was like, oh, well, cause I was, uh, it, it's a still a good film. I really like Tarantino films. And I think if you like Tarantino films, it's probably not going to be as... Uh, you probably not be as judgmental, but like some of the language in it was was yes was a, a lot. lot of the language in it. Um, Steve Buscemi a lot, and it's like I it's, really you don't get a pass. I really don't. I really hope it wasn't ad libbed. And that, then I was like, well, that was that really in the script as well. So it's like I would say that was quite heavily scripted. Script. It isn't felt it? like Tarantino. Yeah. He's a scripted guy, isn't he? It's true. Yeah. Like because he writes yeah. so yeah. much fucking dialogue. Yeah, that's what um, the movie was. So, if you've never seen it before, it's about a five oh, a bunch of guys doing a jewelry heist. Um, I was once told by a uh, customer at the store that they saw a version that shows the jewelry heist that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> what is with your store? Fucking idiots! Um, no, they were nice. Um, they are sure. interesting. Uh, and yeah, and then they they get holed up in a um, in a warehouse uh, of which Tim Roth's apartment was upstairs of that that's like the same set so when you see um mr orange's oh, apartment it's actually the upstairs. Set, but not it's, like... it's, it's the upstairs of the, of the warehouse that they, right. the rest of the same movie um it's i i still liked it um i still liked all parts of it and uh it's a good uh, it wouldn't be if someone said to me like oh should i watch tarantino films from the start i'll be like I don't think you need to see this to enjoy other Tarantino movies. I think like no. Pulp Fiction is probably like a better launching pad. There is no females in this whatsoever, really, except for like one that gets. Well, no, actually, 
this none really. Yeah, I, I don't even remember seeing the waitress in the diner. Yeah, and uh, the the Donna story that kicks it all off is just like, mm. it's just horrible. Just Tarantino stroking himself. I think that's that's my conscious stream of notes was Madonna story. What is wrong with Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. Tips monologue. Oh, it's pretty good. Like that's what's good with him. And then why is he so gross? <laughs> And then language multiple times, no. And then Chris Penn is Jonah Hill. So that was my contribution to the movie. It was Jonah Hill. I, I would watch the movie to watch the commode story in like that whole bit where um, Mr. Orange has to memorize the story about a drug deal gone bad. Yep. I think is one of the best Tarantino scenes of all time. Like, I love that sort of thing. Like, and when he's like, they sort of, He's telling the story to the cops in the actual bathroom. Yeah. Like that whole sort of sequence is awesome. Uh, he's, the, he's the main reason I gave this movie the three stars I gave it. Yeah. He's amazing in it. Yeah. He's great. That dog's pretty cute as well. Yeah. Shout out for <laughs> the German Shepherd. And um, yeah, I mean, even I mean, Michael Madsen in this movie is terrifying. Like yeah. more, so, more so because like now he's sort of... Uh, you put a mirror up, a mirror up to people who watched this when they were younger, and I think they sort of were like, "Oh, he's heaps cool." Like you now, that macho sort of yep. psychopath thing going on. That's just mm. that scene still makes me feel gross. Yep. Even watching it now, and I've seen it a billion times, and I'm still like, um, "The worst thing is when he says like, uh, you can." You can complain all you want. I've heard it all before. And it's just like, this guy's just fucking maniac. Yeah. And it's just, it's just so, and I'm, I'm kind of glad because there, there was supposed to be a, um, a because he's, he's Vincent Vega from Pulp Fiction's brother. That's oh. the, um, that's what it's supposed to be. And they were supposed to show them in Europe. Uh, that's what, one of the movies oh. after Pulp Fiction. And it was going to be like tied into like um, Vincent Vega's time in uh, Netherlands and stuff. But yeah. So the Vega brothers. Um, and I think they were also maybe going to be... Sounds like the Venger Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think they were also maybe going to be uh, the Geckos in From Dust Till Dawn, but then they yeah. they, they sort them out, yeah. And then they were going to join the Venger Boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, I can uh, see them going into McDonald's in Amsterdam. The Venger Boys are coming. <laughs> I was going to say the scene where they get back and it's just... Uh, is it Harvey Keitel? And Tim Roth and Steve Buscemi. When it's yeah. just the three of them. I fucking just love that. Mm. Them running through all everything. I just... I, that's probably one of my favourite parts of the movie. I really liked when it stopped focusing on Tim Roth dying. Because that was horrible. It, but him in the car... That's... Because I think you mentioned like... Oh, it's, it's tough to watch. Yeah, yeah. Like, you believe that he's dying. Yeah. He's just kicking the he's seats. so like, good. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get... He says that she had a kid... Like there's a Who bit, had a kid because I had it on um, subtitles. So the the lady that they shoot to get that to steal that car after the robbery. Oh right. He says uh, in in one of these like these like she had a kid, man. She had a kid, and like like in the car or like did did she did he see a photo of someone? It was like made me sort of think like is there mm. a kid? In, is there a baby in the back of like the fucking or they they leave it on the side of the road? It was just, Unless he yeah. knew her and he he knew she had. A... Yeah, it was really really weird. I never noticed. So after he does Michael Madsen and he's doing that gun thing where he, like, he keeps lifting it up. Yeah. I was like, all right, he's kind of dying. Like his brain isn't there, but he does it to the woman as well. Yeah. And the car, like, after he shoots her, he does that weird like, yeah. he kind of goes to again. not wanting to 
Yeah. And I, oh, he's so good in that scene. So when he shoots the cops in front of um, Tim Roth. Oh, yeah. And just, I don't know. He's just so good in it. Just He just looks so disgusted. I just, he's really good in it. He's, I hate to say probably the best thing because I want it to be Steve Buscemi because I love him so much. Yeah. But yeah. it's Tim Roth is that entire film, really. Yeah. Steve Buscemi oh. when he's like shooting the cops with that, like the, my, my, my mates love that scene because he just shoots them so quickly, like uh, when he's running away. And also like the oh, fact yeah. that they're running down, like, I think it's like Hollywood Boulevard and he's just like bumping into people. It's like, sometimes I was like, are they actually extras or are they just bumping into people? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it's random. <laughs> Can you answer for me? It always bothered me. They crash the car. Mm. Quentin Tarantino's bleeding and he's like, I'm blind. He's like, no, you just got blood in your eyes. Yeah. They go off. Harvey Cartel shoots some people that come back and he's dead. How did he suddenly die while just sat in the car? I'm I think assuming he smashed his face. and. I think he got shot too. Oh, okay. So I think it was actually yeah, she no, because later in the film they're like he got shot in the head, like he's definitely dead. Yeah. Oh, Did he? Okay. Yeah, he got shot. So, so I think... then that's why the blood's and he's. Got but he's blood. driving. That makes sense. Yeah, but so the cops were shooting the car. Were they? Um, it doesn't really show. Let's all that. just be glad that he died, and I didn't have to hear another <clears throat> stupid story. And see him. his fucking soul patch. Mister mm. Brown dies as well. Is that Mister yeah. Brown? Mister Mister Tarantino's Brown. Yeah. Oh no. So um, Mr. Blue's Blue. the guy that can't act. You never see again. He's actually a uh, um, actual thief. Oh. Um, yeah, he's. Um, Is that why he's not in the film again? Did he steal something and just disappear? He's in a lot of a lot of old films. I think Tarantino just wanted him just for like, you know, just to stroke his cinema to make cock. him look like a better actor by yeah. having someone worse than him. So um, yeah, like apparently when do you remember they made a game, they made a no. PlayStation game of Reservoir Dogs. You Ooh. find out what happens in Mister Blue in that game. So ah. was Tarantino affiliated oh, with the game? I think he just lay like the, the res- residuals from the game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, cool. Uh, no, we've got my letterbox reviews. Oh, cool. Yep. All right. Three stars. Mr. Orange's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> Three and a half stars. Tell me a better love story than Mr. White and Mr. Orange. Mm. That one hurt me. Yeah. Four and a half stars, an underrated romance. Four and a half stars. I like the part where the guys in the night's suits were talking. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars and my favourite. Eddie looks like one of those cups that has purple and blue squiggles and reminds you of the word radical. Oh man, his it's perfect. His it is perfect. Yeah, I think that that was all his clothes oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember when it came out, like that, um, the song and like the the image of five guys walking in all mm. like in suits and stuff like that. Um, the best bit that. I sort of worked out is that they're all going to fit into two cars. It's going to be packed. There's two cars when they're walking mm. out of the diner. That means that there's four in each car. It's a tight squeeze yeah. for a bunch of dudes. Especially a couple of them are quite big. Yeah. I kind of wanted to, the camera, camera to keep going. Just like, <laughs> no, no, get to move the seat back. I'm in the front. I'm in- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kytel and... <laughs> you know it would be Tarantino and Kytel. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> the slap fight. Um... Also, all I could keep hearing whenever he was on screen, Dan Bradka. That's right. Dan Bradka. Oh, man. Yeah. I know he's in other things. Like He's I in Seinfeld. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned when we did that Seinfeld episode about him being Dan Bradka. Dan Bradka. Yeah. But, That's yeah, right. Dan Bradka. All I could hear was... Capiche. Um, was it the try and save? Yeah. Yeah. Next thing is stealing stadiums and quarries. <laughs> 
That's such a good voice. Terrible actor, but such a good voice. Uh, just quickly, we'll go to Dr. Giggles because... I didn't get to watch it and I'm very upset about it. So I watched tell a me about it. French version of it. That's what I found yep. YouTube. I, was there subtitles? No. Oh, <laughs> there was French subtitles. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I skimmed through and watched the kills. Um, from what I could tell, <laughs> it was pretty good. Oh. Um, it was just a slasher movie. It's, uh, I think I watched it once. We used to have it on VHS at the store um, back in the day and it was quite a high renter that one and um there was one called uncle sam which is the dude from the you know the dude from the posters of like we, we want oh yeah, yeah yeah it was yeah, like yeah. a skeleton version of yeah, that yes, he was a, he was a killer. Yeah. um apparently dr giggles has like the best one-liners oh he's got some puns yeah which I, i've never looked into so, so i went into like there's another one where you can just go through the kills and like he's got some pretty good nice yeah, so nice. um if you had a chance i'm gonna i'm still trying to find it um because, yeah, I would love to watch. Some. Internet Archive. Yeah, we just found it now. Get, a, get on the Google, type in Internet Archive and a film, and there you go. Okay. Did you... I, I have a feeling that we watched Of Mice and Men together once. Me and you? Yeah. Not, like, romantically. No. Just, like, when we're in a share house and... I thought, let's... An underrated romance. Let's, <laughs> let's watch Turn of the Century, like... <laughs> when you're in a share house it's like hey everybody in the house what film should we watch tonight is that what you choose kind of situation. you watch Of Mice and Men no I'm pretty you sure it didn't happen I mean I think I used to be in my collection because I was like oh I'll watch that one day but you've never seen it is it yeah, Gary Sinise it. and John Malkovich yeah I know what happens in the end it's very good don't tell me it's I guess good. you can because you want to discuss it on the podcast that's fine no I, just, I assume that you might have watched it recently and nah I, 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 I know the be a, I'll be a turd. I know the yeah. book, um, but and it's I don't like know. Huge on Broadway, right? Yeah, yeah. And Chris O'Dowd and someone else just did it. I can't picture that. Who did Chris O'Dowd play? I don't know. The what big the one. Main guy? Really? It'd have to be the John Malkovich character. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Surely. he's amazing in it. Okay. I hope he does it as an Irish person. <laughs> I can't remember who he did it with. Um, yeah. Chris O'Dowd and um, that dude from Richard Ayoade. <laughs> I wish <laughs> that would be perfect. Oh my God. No, you can't go around just hitting people. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a while, but I know I know the, what happens in the end. I won't spoil it. You okay. can watch it; it's good. Um, uh, the rest of it, I didn't. Yeah, that's, James that's all. Franco. Uh, Get back in your bin, James. <laughs> Uh, cool. So let's go on to TV. Um, so the X Men animated series premiered. I watched Good the stuff. first two episodes with my son today. In the first two episodes of X Men, you've got uh, a wide range of um, ethnicities and characters. Ooh. You've got a female president of the United States. You've got a fleshed out storyline. You've got um, just, um, yeah, the representation. Like You've got like a, basically a Professor X questioning the government in a nice. kid's show. Nice. This is amazing. And I, I think I watched it back in the day, but now like knowing, you know, watching it from an adult's perspective, like all kids should watch this. Also super wasteful having such a great show aimed at morons. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think like you weren't changing the world when you were ten years old. <laughs> well, 
Daniels aren't morons. My my son's only ten. You fuck. No, your kids. That's why you're stupid. <laughs> I fucking love that. Um, yeah, I watched it with him, and he was uh, he loved it. Like he was he was really into it. And like I mean, because some of the animations like a little bit iffy, but like he he was like, "Who's that?" And one of the backstories, and like in the even in the um, in the credits, they go through. They give you like basically a baseball card of each character. And you can sort of pause it nice. and go like what their attributes and stuff are, and it's it's awesome. Like, and for someone who's like sort of, well, if you like for X Men, there's just so many stories and so many characters. I think they cover a lot of them, and it's it's good. So, the first one centers around like an Asian American character Jubilee. And it's like that wouldn't happen ten years ago, like in the two yeah. thousands. Like it's just yeah, it's, it's only it's, just starting to happen now. Yeah. Really, it, it's it's on Disney um, Plus. I you should watch it. It's amazing. Um, really really good stuff I did watch bits like as a kid and kind of being annoyed that it wasn't just all focused around Wolverine all the time <laughs> and you work out that he's actually the, when you get older you work out he's like the worst character yeah. yeah you're the coolest one but you're also just terrible um, yeah just him and it's basically just him and Cyclops just fighting all the time I can't find that I'll, I'll put the song on the Instagram because it's quite iconic um, and there was a bit of a legal issue with, with it too apparently it might be why I can't find it maybe uh Later with the Jules Holland. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I am sorry. I don't like Jules, Jules Holland. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. It's not about Jules Holland. I don't love Jules Holland, but the guests he had on that show. Yeah, you do. You want to be his boyfriend. <laughs> I think he's a little old for me. You love him. <laughs> Even the bands he was in, I'd. Could not stand the bands he was in. Squeezes it. Um, yeah, I remember the, the the funniest thing about Jules Holland was just like the diversity of the bands he had on. Like I remember when Hole was on, but then like the next person, the next band would be like a um, you know, a, a Finnish folk trio or something yeah. like that. And it's just like, but at the start, they're all playing the, the same song. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, do it. I don't even know if there's been anything like this since. Like obviously you had Top of the Pops and like the old grey whistle test, whatever. Yeah. But this felt like a standalone show and obviously being in England for a bit yeah it was a big deal and you can discover so much on that show because like I'm gonna watch it tonight because doves are on and they're good ah and like who's this weird little Irish guy that's really sad I like this now it's so helpful for like branching out beyond what you want because you go to a show there's five bands they're all the same thing yeah it's, it's good for variety he always found a way of playing piano. It's like, oh, well, yeah. I'll just get on to the piano. Like, Jules, fuck off. Like, no one wants to hear. We know you can play. Um, I just, for some reason, it reminded me, uh, have you seen the new Cinderella on Amazon? Because it's got your boy in it. James Acaster. Acaster is one of the uh, three mice in I Cinderella. I did not know that. Unfortunately, one of the other mice is James Corduroy. Wait. James Corden? James Cor- oh, Corden, yeah. Corduroy no. kind of Corduroy, sorry. That, that works for him, though, I think. Don't yeah, James, Cor- James Corden, yeah. Don't um, apologise to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, James, I don't know what I was thinking of. Yeah, James Corden, um, he's one of the other guys, and he basically steals oh. focus. Uh, guess nice. who James Acaster replaced? Uh, if we're talking Rob about, Corduroy? If we're, yeah, that's probably what I was thinking of. Um, Ron Atkinson? If we're talking about... <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> that would be so good. Um, if we're talking about favourite stand-ups... And my favourite stand-up. Mulaney? Yeah. Really? Mulaney was all set to be in there. And then he... Um, by the way, oh. did you see his interview this week? 
No. Here's him and Olivia Munn having a baby. <gasps> That's quite soon. It is. Mm. Um, he was on Seth Meyers and talked about his intervention and his rehab stay and what else. Um, so is the third mouse British as well? Do they go for an old British thing? That's why they got rid of Mulaney? Uh, I All can't... I knew about it was... I don't think they got rid of Mulaney. Didn't he go into rehab? Yeah, he just basically just didn't... Yeah. He couldn't he do it. He couldn't so, do it. Um, didn't have the uh, street smarts. Um, but Billy Ford is in it, and that's the whole reason I want to see it. Yeah, he's a godfather in it. Or yeah, the, the uh, fairy, fairy godfather. godfather. Um, all I knew about it was... Mostly all I knew was Nandy Bushel was in it. That tiny little drummer from Ootswitch. I was told... Oh, yeah. I was told by someone who watched it that it's actually quite good. They do some um, like modern songs. They do like Material Girl and a few other things, and it's got pretty bad reviews. But like, I don't know what people are wanting from yeah, things. Yeah, there's some uh, nice letterbox reviews for that one. Is there? Yes. Oh, but you know what? Um, IMDb's got a lot of it, and I think it's more like whenever someone, whenever they try, oh, it's um, Ramesh. Oh yeah, the that's on out of town. Eight out of ten cats. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's he's the other um, mouse. Yeah, so yeah, I like him. Ramesh Ranganathan. Oh man, sorry. Ranganathan. Sorry, I'm not good at pronouncing stuff. I'm sure, <laughs> um, I'm sure he'll forgive you. Dad. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, like I find with IMDb, if it's something to do with um, inclusivity and uh, like people showing like basically females and 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 people from the queer community. There's a lot of downvoting going on. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, IMDb is like the worst for it. And it's starting to bleed a little bit into Letterboxd, but I think they sometimes get shooed off by the <laughs> by the Letterboxd proper. <laughs> I, um, um, I noticed that because I was watching um, Adam Brody's new series, the Stephen King that's oh yeah based yep. on, is it Jerusalem's Law? I can't remember what it's called now. But um, all of the comments are like, this is too woke. Yeah, I think just because the family's not white in it, basically, <laughs> it's just anything like that. Yeah. Anything that it seems like it's like it's... hearing the term "too woke." Yep, you know it's like. But no. uh, unfortunately, IMDb is like full of that now. Yeah, it's just it's fucked. Is that the new version of um people being too PC? It's too woke. The yeah. new yeah, too PC. Yeah, but I think that I think hate groups and like Republicans are actually like sending people to these sites of culture yeah. and using them to sort of to try and take it down just like just yeah. leave our films alone <laughs> and everything else just go away um bottom yeah did you watch that's where se- we are yeah. did you watch the whole season we did mm, yeah um when you were going about your yowie i just thought about the guy the flasher in the park <laughs> <laughs> no, see, we didn't watch the last episode no, because that that's ninety-five. Oh, I watched that. Sorry, um, cheater. Yeah, they didn't let me. Do didn't want to watch the whole series. Do you like bottom? No. Yes. Um, young ones and bottom. Like I kind of watched in high school a bit because that's what everyone was doing at my high school, but it never really made me laugh. Yes, picture this: the culture episode <laughs> with the chess. Yes. When Eddie um, Richie does his move. Yeah. I was crying. <laughs> and I've seen it Full a thousand times. I was crying and Bogan laughing and Ben didn't even smirk. So. Uh, it's weird because I love Drop Dead Fred and everything he does in that. It's hilarious. Yeah. And then when he's basically Fred in bottom, it's not as funny. I watched Culture because that's one of my favorite episodes. And it made me the saddest out of all the episodes. Yeah. Because there is a slur in there. 
Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'd never noticed it before, which is shame on me. There's but. a, it's it is mm. tough to watch some of it these days because like it is um especially in the live shows it's even even yeah. worse. Um, but kind of surprising and not a pat in the back, but that was the only slur in five episodes. Yeah. Like yeah. The only real derogatory thing that was said was in that moment. Um, I will Which say for like, British comedy is a big deal. It's really. Pretty chill. Um, Look at what is... Rowan was doing at the time. But the Christmas episode <laughs> with, I think I've written down the gold Frankenstein and Gurr. <laughs> and you're all wearing crowns and I'm a virgin um, I just love that episode where he's got the little blue towel on his head yeah and he's like he's like being Mary yeah, yeah yep. I do love that but I yeah I'll love it till I die I can't help it I thought this was cute he did it Rick Mayall did because I love Rick Mayall obviously he did an interview in 92 and said at this that point in time people would cross the street to avoid him because they just thought he was weird from like all the characters he plays. Yeah. And he'd be so sad because he loves people so much he wanted to show off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you, you can come talk to me. So I thought that was that Have was cute. Have you seen the photos he used to do with people where he'd pretend he's blowing them? Yes. <laughs> so like if you asked him for a photo, he would get down on his knees and like he's like, take a photo and he'd pretend that he's blowing you. Yeah, it's fucking like... amazing. Um, Seinfeld, uh, there was two episodes, The Bubble Boy. Um, uh, Banger. Moops, s'mores. Yeah, pretty good. Um, the Cheever letters, where you find out that Susan's dad is gay <laughs> with John Cheever. Um, oh, you find yeah. all the letters in the house. Uh, that's got some pretty good George awkwardness because they go have dinner with the parents and that's to tell them that their cabin's been burnt down by Kramer. Um, uh, this is probably peak. With Seinfeld. a cigar. Yeah, with a, with a cigar that Susan's dad gave George. <laughs> mm. um, this is peak Seinfeld writing, I think. It's just... It's just banger after banger. Um, I yeah, I watched both of them the other night and just uh, this would be yeah. These are the golden George years. I oh, think. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Simpsons. One I'm, of my all-time favorite episodes. Top five is a streetcar named Marge. Yeah. yeah. Um, John Lovitz is just amazing in it. <laughs> uh, it'd be this would be like my number two or three of like all time. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Ugh, babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fact uh, our good friend Matt does an awesome impression of John Lovitz's character that runs the daycare. <laughs> does, it quite, oh. does it quite well. A bottle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Home of the Heretic I watched with my sons tonight. Uh, <laughs> Burns down the house with a cigar. Yep. Um, and also uh, it's pretty... Bawdy episode, like this is like um, it says ass or oh, ass in it sort of thing, and like it's just like like, like like my my kids like six and nine, so like they watched and they fucking loved it because it starts off with Homer in the womb as uh, well. Yeah. Um, is that where and then he's in bed? Yeah, yeah, I love that bit. I miss uh, early Simpsons dream sequences. So good. They were the best. Mm, There's yeah. that. This is the one where God visits Homer in a dream. Yep. And it's got that sort of surrealist sort of colours to it and stuff like that. It's like, it's really, really good. Um, this episode's one of the most popular of all time, apparently. Really? Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I like when he's got this, has he got stuff stuck to him or is he in the shower and all the animals? Are yeah, all the animals are on, yeah. yeah. Um, Reverend Lovejoy, it says at the end, um, whether it be Christian, Jewish or miscellaneous when he points to yeah. it. Up, he's like this Hindu, this 700 million. Oh, that's super. <laughs> 
I don't, like it's a good episode, but it would not be in a yeah. I don't know. I think me. a street pass like so good. It's that's perfect. Yeah. Um, more so than this, it, T is for her tooth-filled mouth. T is for her tooth-filled <laughs> mouth. <laughs> and Blinky Boy. I love that song when Lisa wins and Krusty has to sing to her. Oh my god! We didn't watch it, so we didn't have Disney Plus anymore. Ah. And then I found out what episode three has horrors was and i paid twelve dollars to watch that episode again to watch yeah. my Mo- Mo- trying to kill me the choice has been laughing at me <laughs> don't you have it on dvd yeah in the shed somewhere oh, okay it's not going out to the shed it's got the king kong yeah yeah, yeah. i was strolling through the gas oh, so they did the i, I think women in semen times <laughs> oh no what you think <laughs> yeah it's so good <laughs> Oh, and at the start of the Home of the Heretic one is like, I won't defame New Orleans because New Orleans had a problem with their song in A Streetcar Named Marge. Was oh. that, was that New Orleans? Yeah. And it's like, it's just basically trashing on New Orleans. Wow. So like, yeah, like they actually in real time, like said, I, I will not defame New Orleans in Bart's handwriting at the start. That's Because so that was a thing when South Park came around and Simpsons were mad that South Park could be on like pop culture so quickly because mm. they could make episodes so quickly and Simpsons was always six months behind. Yeah. But Same with um, Family Guy because the only time they did it was when they 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 cut this Christian Bale thing in. Yeah. But like that was just a, like, a, like a one shot. There was no actual animation. So it's like yeah. that's all they could do. But South Park could actually do entire episodes of like issues going on that time. Yeah. yeah. That was another one I wanted to mention. The Halloween, one of the tombstones is like, was it American Workforce? <laughs> Yeah. Like Who is that having piece. a dig at? I don't know. That's, uh, that this was the last time they did the um, gravestones because they kept running out of jokes for it. They yeah. said, like, I can't do it anymore. That's fair. <laughs> but probably close to my favourite treehouse, I think. It is my favourite. Those two. Yeah, the zombie mm. ones. Yeah. The yeah. shining one's pretty pretty good though. Shining and the toaster. <laughs> I love the toaster. When it my... goes back in time. My yeah. my eldest son particularly liked Bart's uh, the one from last season where he turns Homer into the Jack in the Box. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like, that's probably one of my favourites. And I laugh so much when I he says, that. "I Homer, I see you agreeing with me." He's like the air conditioning. Song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the ball is turning into a Oh, so good. Uh, yeah, so um, that all brings us and leads us to everyone's favourite moment of the Law and Order minute. Yes. Oh shit. for a proper one are you there's two episodes not a proper one well we can do a minute if you want i mean i guess you had a minute last time and failed so why not uh cool count me in right. four three two one go okay so the first episode that i watched this uh week was forgiveness it is uh it starts off with like a uh all American girl party. They're taking Polaroid pictures. They're going to be friends forever. And then one of them gets their head caved in with a metal pipe. <laughs> um, uh, from everyone suspects home. the dad. It's really weird. Always. Um, it's actually uh, her. Um, her boyfriend did it because he didn't want to. Uh, didn't want to lose her. Um, but then the church that he works for posts the bail and offers him Ugh. like uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty full on. Um, and then. It was one of those ones I, I, I couldn't remember it from um, when I first watched it. I actually thought he was going to get away with it, but he doesn't. Guilty. Next. 
Excellent. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, next one is all about... This is one of the most convoluted episodes I've ever had. Um, so it's about a guy who uh, has, a, has an accent because he has a heart attack because it's because one of his pacemakers, his pacemaker isn't working. And um, we find out that people are taking pacemakers out of one... <laughs> No, no pacemakers. Tell me, Paul. They take him out of other people and then put him into other people, and yeah, they're faulty and they're causing people to have heart attacks. I loved it. It's pretty good. Was that the last sentence? No, there's a couple more. Okay, good. It's fine. It's fine. I'm surprised you don't have your own stopwatch up so you can like watch. I wish you could feel the stress in the room. It's hard. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Let's go to music. <laughs> okay. This was a banger month. Um, let's start off with the billboard charts. We don't really need to bother because it's boys to men again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Aria chart only had one song, and that was Achy Break Your Heart. But rightly so. Nice. Well, well, I don't know, rightly so. I mean, it was a big hit. I did so many line dances to that in primary oh, school. Yeah. Yeah. It nearly, it nearly replaced the Nutbush City Limits at our sports day. Ooh. When did Cotton Eye Joe come out? That was the other one. Oh, let's not get dope. <laughs> I thought we'd already covered that. Yeah. It was 95. Yeah. Um, I just, that song's been mentioned by more people. <laughs> it was a huge part of the oh, nice. look, yeah. I don't think we'd mentioned Achy Breaky Heart before it actually no, came out. No, I forgot that it existed. We've more Cotton Eye than Achy. Yeah. Um, so let's go through them. There's a lot. Uh, Lagwagon, Duh, Tragically Hip, REM, Duh. Automatically for the People, uh, The Sundays. Common, Soul Asylum, Sick of It All, 10,000 Maniacs, Guar, The Jesus Lizard. Um, I mentioned Talking Heads because I'm pretty sure that's the uh, greatest hits that you had in your car that made us both uh, fall in love with Talking Heads. Correct. So, yes. Um, Four Non Blondes, Izzy Stradlin and the Juju Hounds. Mm. <laughs> Prince with another album. <laughs> uh, Mud Honey, The Offspring, Insane Clown Posse, Kenny G., those two things are not being said to <laughs> Um Madonna, erotic. Uh, Chainsaw Kittens, um, uh, Roy Orbison's last album, Neil Young and Sloan. Lots that was of a big stuff. month. It was. I was. I should have probably cut it down a little bit. But little should we start a new episode now? Yeah, maybe. Um, but there's only one banger here, so we can probably get through it pretty quick. What's your banger? Oh, Neil Young. We'll get to it. It's not. I didn't say what it was. Uh, let's, I'll go, go through a few of them. Like, Lagwagon, I was never a big, a huge, like, were you a huge Lagwagon fan? I was a, they were a staple. They me. were the metal, because um, they all had, like, those little metal riffs. Thank like, you. At the beginning. Yeah. In, that, in their album. Because I said four times while listening to this, this is like Iron Maiden. Um, I'm like, I don't hear it. They were in metal bands before they started. Yeah. Like, so I watched that Fat Records doco and they said, yeah, we were like metal kids. Did they say they're Iron Maiden fans? Uh, not, they just said metal. Um, Iron Maiden. This one's got Mr. Coffee on it. Hey, it's one of my favorite songs. My first, that's the first song I ever heard. And I got it from um, that Fat Music for Fat People. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how a lot Which of had the, started. It had a rancid, unreleased track that um, 
just a feeling. Yeah. That's so good. I remember going to Big Star and getting my... And the good thing about that, whether you hate North, uh, whether you hate Fat Mike or not, eight bucks. There's yeah. actually a sticker on there saying, do not pay more than this for the... For the yeah. It was good. Um, okay. And this, the Lagwagon album, um, was recorded in four days. Yeah. And you can <laughs> tell. Yeah, like, they, they say it themselves like it was our, it's their first, yeah. Um, I really like the Tragically Hip album. Yeah. Wheat good. Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm more and more getting to Tragic Hip yep. as I go along. And I, but it's also sad because I know what the end game is. And I yeah. Know, I feel um, like they've got a lot of music though. So I think do, we'll yeah. be okay. REM, Automatic for the People. Yes? Is that, is that your banger? It is. Yes. This Made better by Eddie's recent version of Drive? Um, no, because it wasn't a great version of Drive. It's not actually. <laughs> no, his voice is just too tired sometimes. Yeah. you got to find where that fits. What about his new song? Do you like it? It's very Tom Petty. Mm. But it's good. I yeah. don't hate it. I'll get the album, obviously. Yeah. Um, Automatic for the People... I really liked when I found it, obviously not in 1992, hmm. but when I read um, in Heavier Than Heaven that this was the last CD that Kurt Cobain probably hmm. listened to, I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and listen to this again. Oh, this is one of the best albums ever. I really like this a lot more now. What a coincidence. Obviously, Everybody Hurts was the standout for a lot of people. That was the, the big hit. Um, I think it that probably... That, along with um, Losing My Religion, really cemented them in like, the mainstream as well. And also, does it just make you think of Dwight in the office and the car? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> and also, unfortunately, The Late Show, because they did a parody of um, Everybody Hurts. <sighs> um, I love The Sidewinder Sleeps Tonight, yeah. and they've never played it live. Really? It's one of the only songs they've never played live. Um, I find it that's my happy song. It's it's in every one of my playlists I ever I ever put on. I ever make side one to sleep tonight. So I went and saw them in two thousand four, mm. and I don't know. Aside from, I'm pretty sure they did. Everybody hurts. I'm sure they'd have to. Mm. I don't know what they played from this album, and I would have been obsessed with it at that time as well. Um, I know, like during that time, they weren't they weren't playing a lot of hits. Like I remember someone they released a, a live album, and everyone was like, "There's no hits on here." And it's like, well. They don't have to. Like, yeah. Play whatever they want. Yeah, play whatever It's a live show. Um, but um, try not to breathe. And they also hated each other. So. Yeah. Whatever works. Yeah, try not to breathe. I remember um, growing oh. around with you quite a lot listening to this album. Yeah. yeah. And I was, it's an mm. album that you listen to in sort of... It's uncomfortable silence, though, because you don't really feel like you should talk over the top of it. No, you should not. And then, like, because <laughs> you're in the car and just like... Shh, shh, shh. We're getting, shh. We're getting knackers, but... We listen to a very sad album. <laughs> but it's so good. I eat my fries really quietly <laughs> next to Because I'm horrible and would shush you if you were talking oh, yeah. over certain songs. Oh, look, shush me still. Especially that. And Sweetness Follows. But this. Hmm. <sighs> I could just have this on repeat forever. I don't want to say anything because I'm shush me. <laughs> But like when you ever think about your life being a movie and having mm. a soundtrack, like that would be the recurring song yeah. through your life, right? No, apparently not for you. Well, I have never listened to this album. <laughs> you don't you don't like Ariel? Oh. I just never, they never floated my boat. Guess what we're listening to on the way home. No, I just realised what I've done to myself. Yeah. Get ready to be sad. 
And then happy with Slime Wonder, and then sad, and then Man on the Moon, and then sad. Yeah, like I've heard all of their hits and stuff, but yeah. I've never like. Oh, Laura, to they are all album hits. REM was pretty close, like, and I don't like. We when we were on our honeymoon in Tasmania, we went to JB because we'd hired a car, and we just went. Like, had one of those ones where like you buy, buy three CDs, get one free or something like that. So we like mm. just bought a bunch of like, and one of them was that in time, oh, yeah. uh, REM best of. So like any, REM anytime just reminds me of Tazzy and Honeymoon and that's nice. of stuff. So yeah. yeah, I don't hate them. They just never really, I don't know, not super my thing. Do you know what mm. super is my thing? Mm. Solar stuff. <laughs> I didn't listen to it. I'm so Fucking, sad. I know people who outwardly hate this band. I love them so much. I don't know why. If people hate them, it's just out of spite and Nickelbackness because they're not something you'd hate. They're just kind of boring. Yeah, I... <laughs> Not in a mean way. This album and the next one, um, uh, just so good. And this one had um, Black Gold and also Runaway Train on it. Um, it's just, yeah, I won't say it's my favourite for the month because I've loved this album for years. But um, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, one dear to my heart. Jangle you, Jangle. You knew it quite well before. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say that Runaway Train was one of my mum's favourite songs. <laughs> she loves it so much. And then she was all sad when she saw the singer because she thought he was ugly. <laughs> uh, this coming from a woman that was in love with Robin Gibb. From the Bee Gees. Yeah. Have you watched the Bee Gees doco? No, I haven't yet. No. It's pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. might watch it with mum. Yeah. Um, and, and tell her that Winona Ryder didn't think he was... Uh, she, he was with Bonona. Is she going to care about that? Yeah, I don't think she'll care. Sick of it all? Yes. Do you like it? I do. And I think I was. this was the album they got signed up. Like they got signed onto a label after this. Yeah. Um, I really like it. And then there's one song that has lyrics. I'm like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Feel those, uh, well, not specifically, but a few of those hardcore bands have that. Sort it's of thing. all standard lyrics, and then there's some. There's just one line that's like bordering on racist. Mm. But like, they did that song that Robert Moses was a racist, like mm. the guy that built New York City, and the they stand up for immigrants and everything. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think it was just an outdated '92. Um, were they being ironical? Well, the lyrics is, I see the whites that hate the blacks, the blacks that hate the Jews, brother against brother. And I was like, you can't generalize mm. that. Not in one line. You, you can from white people, but <laughs> no yeah. one else. Like, yeah. And like, you know, if, if you're, you can't really sort of say that from that perspective sort of thing. But, you know, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, a lot of people check themselves and did about face like even the beastie boys like beast boys did a huge like, they their first albums were pretty gross about oh. women and all that stuff like that. and then they did a bit about face and like they said like nah and like they even sort of went, went on like we, we actually changed lyrics and like we don't play those songs anymore because they're, they're they're gross yeah. sort of thing. and i think they're pretty because i love them and i was like oh no and i like heavily googled and they're pretty stand-up guys yeah yeah so i was like it's okay <laughs> um, I really like 10,000 Maniacs I reckon this album was really good very jangly really <laughs> very in very very Paul 
I didn't get there. Our time in Eden. There's a lot to get through. Uh, Four Non Blondes I listen to because I need to mouthwash um, What's Up. Because <laughs> I, I can't stand that song. Really? I hate that song so much. It's It really grates me. And I think the rest of the album's quite good. I don't think that's like the, the highlight of the album. But I like, always thought that song was called What's Going On. <clears throat> but it's not. It's What's, what's up. up. Yeah. Um, it's frustrating. She wears a weird hat in that. Clip. Yeah, she does. Just like Jeff Ament. She looks. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Steampunk Jeff Ament. <laughs> I, I like the the grungy sort of <clears throat> the grungy sort of sound they have though. Yeah, yeah. I did enjoy it. It's yeah. a good album. Like, do they have more? I tried to go past my initial thoughts and just like I'll find something better. And like, there's, there's a couple of good songs songs in there. All I can see is what the internet's done to that song. <laughs> Um, what was oh, yeah. it? Do any standout albums for you? Um, I like obviously like Sick of All and Lagwagon. Yeah. Um, I listen to Offspring, which is basically just Smash. I liked. I really like that album. I like it. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's that era. Like, There's I song... found them with Smash. Um, mm. I guess which a lot of people did, but this is pretty similar. There's a song called Dirty Magic on it that's really really good. Um, and. Yeah, I think this this and Smash are great, and then like Ixnay, they went on a different. I didn't hate Ixnay. It's after that that I yeah. got on board. That's like I always say with Green Ixnay Day and Americana. Americana. Yeah. Um, you should watch Woodstock '99 just to see the footage of Dexter and Noodles. No. Now. I don't like them. No. Please. I got <laughs> a free ticket to go and see them yeah. whenever they last came. And did not spend any time seeing them because I didn't want to see them. Yeah, it's kind of fell watch apart for me. For original people. prankster, like. no. Actually, the sound cut out as well. I was like, oh, we can talk now. This is great. Um, and what else? I listened to Madonna. Nice. Erotic. I mean, I was reading a lot about her because that book came out as well, and just, yeah. there was a Vanity Fair article that was huge, and like. You can say what you want about Madonna. She was so hardworking mm. and she was just in like so many, the male gaze, how she was treated, how they used her, how like she's just, she's just an incredible. The amount of critique that her book got from males about how she's ruining sexual like image and lots of stuff and she's just being gross and it's like fucking hell you're missing yeah, the point like, so much yeah like reading the article like they're just I don't know she I think in one part she's like that's not all I'm about hmm. um, but yeah I just um, hats off to her and the album is quite fun um, don't, don't love the did you listen to it? oh like in the background yeah. I didn't love the Fever cover no um, but yeah not I don't great. know I just I can see like there was one article saying, "What it, uh, I think the guy asked her, what are you going to do when your body fails? And she's like, I'll use my mind. <laughs> but here she is now at like, what is, how old is she now? 76. And she's still like killing it. There's a With song her that, body. Yeah. There's a song there called Rain that I've always really liked. I reckon it's uh, really, really good. That's my, one of my favorite Madonna songs. Like, yeah, she's never been my thing, but like reading that stuff, I was just, yeah. and her life, like. Yeah. I can see why she's where she is now. Oh, definitely. She's quite good. Yeah. It's sad that she has to, well, I guess most female artists have to reinvent themselves. Mm. Did you see the cover of the uh, 
Jesus Lizard album where they've replaced the guys' heads with cats. No. I, was, no. I thought of you guys. <laughs> I tried to listen to them, I think, again. Mm. I'm giving up. Nah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not into them. No, I haven't. Same with Mud Honey. Like, Suck you dry. <laughs> there's moments, like they've got some songs here and there, but I think as a whole, I'm never going to get on board with Mud Honey. Yeah. It's too dirty for me. We haven't even got to the Sundays yet. Oh, you like the Sundays? No. Oh. <laughs> last time they came yep. and I discovered that they were the band that did Where the Story Ends Yeah, um, but they don't have part two of that song <laughs> so I mean it was nice though right Like it was, we were listening to it and I was like I know that voice hmm. and then I realised that their cover of Wild Horses was in the scene of Buffy where Angel leaves her ah. to go to his own show and then I was sad. Um, but that, covers, now. that covers pretty good. But I, yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. I don't think I really knew of them back then. Um, I like her voice. She's got a very, she's got a very sweet voice. Yeah. But there's, it's fairly generic though. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I'm guessing you didn't listen to Izzy Stradlin by the sounds of it. Uh, I mean, in the background, but like I was just like, it's fairly generic sort of rock. I was like, yeah, yeah. That's Did fair. you like it? Oh, I didn't listen to that. <laughs> I did listen to quite a lot on here, though, to be yeah. fair. Um, but yeah, getting to Neil Young, because Roy Orbison is boring as... My dad of... really likes Roy Orbison. Like, of course oh, he does. Up. Yeah, because yeah, he is a dad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was like, uh, skip. Yeah, we listened to a little bit. And... No, got no got, time for that. Is it got any of his... Is it, is it the Traveling Wind movies? Nah, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now that the Neil Young album isn't wouldn't be my pick it's not it might get into a top 10 this year maybe probably not there's two three songs on it that stand out but more for the fact that someone who's been around so long still put out quality work 30 odd years later this is making me angry because i was listening to this and i said (laughs) it's all right it's an alright album and you lost your shit at me. That's exaggerating. I was disappointed. <laughs> and you just said that you didn't find it that great an album. No, it's a good album, but it's not going to be in my top 10. Um, my top 5. I think I just I never liked every single person that was involved with Pearl Jam for their entire career. So I didn't No, he's he definitely falls off the wagon quite hard at some I point. I didn't grow up with him or know about him until I like I knew of him and listened to some stuff but I didn't know about him as a person until I met you really and I think a lot of people like idolize him through his activism and his politics and stuff so that's yeah he's what I'm getting on board with and I liked it I just did not find him as transformative as everyone he's a really good human and Harvest Moon is an amazing song there's some good songs on there but I just you and me is really good. Harvest Moon is really good. There was another one. I didn't love all of it. But when I said that to you, you were like horrified. I, uh, I thought that you were going to hate it and not even give it a go. No, and I, was like, sad. I didn't hate it at all. I just, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> 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 no, I, um, I can't listen to a lot of him. He just. That's where I'm same, at. It's all samey. Yeah. Um, but I can appreciate him as a human being and what he does. He's very good. But I got a little spooky fact about um, him mm-hmm. that 
Jason Bond, an East Carolina University biologist, discovered a new species of trapdoor spider in 2007 <laughs> and named it... Okay, now I have to try and pronounce the first bit. Myrmikia phila... Phila... Neil Youngie. <laughs> Neil Youngie. Neil Youngie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find that spider. Yeah. Just, just thought you should know. Does um, it get? Does it come out of the um, trapdoor and go? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you weren't saying that when we covered that Neil Young song that time. Are you sure that's not what it sounded like? It's when Paul sings it. <laughs> Dead. Ooh. <laughs> um, so obviously we already mentioned Jules Holland earlier, mm. but now we're in the music section. Um, he had the Indigo Girls on an episode. Mm. Remember them? Mm-hmm. He had Smokey Robinson. Okay. He was not one of the four tops. <laughs> Good. Luden Wainwright, Do Rocky you get Birds. Money every time you mention the four tops. <laughs> Katie Lang. Um, just so many. Oh, oh, I would have been a pretty. It'd be like Saturday Night Live at the time. Like the amount of the musical guests on those. On yeah. These years on a weekly show, though. Yeah. Like, I know. Hmm. It was insane. Um, but my big news. For the month. Insane Clown Posse. No. So I found a website called Live Nirvana. <laughs> okay, cool. Which is like an archive of anything that they did yeah. in this time. I don't know how how much I should go by, how factual it actually is. Yeah. So in October 1992, Nirvana played in a gymnasium Ooh. in Washington State. Uh, they then performed at the Crocodile Cafe with Mud Honey. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Dave attended a Guns N' Roses Metallica concert in yeah, Seattle. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Did you did. see recently that um, Dave was on stage with Guns N' Roses and then they got turned off? Yeah. they went past curfew. But was it... It was actual was it actual Guns N' Roses or yeah. was it Slash and some of them? Well, it was Slash and Axel. Uh, Guns N' Roses. And yeah, Duff was there too because I saw the photo. <sighs> He'll do anything. <laughs> um, but mostly they shot in Bloom. Oh, in this nice. Month, oh, or cool. began shooting it. I guess. Best. Uh, well, yeah, my favorite clip of theirs. So. I'm assuming that was that would be the actual clip, not the. Yeah, not the, the weird, the weird one. Yeah. fake one. <laughs> Um, yeah, so many, like, September and October this, this season, like, just those release months are just amazing. Yeah, I'm like, sad. I didn't get to listen to heaps of it, but I think maybe Lagwagon and Sick of It All for me. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, before we go on to our, our picks of the, the best of the best, we have to do our Powderfinger Minute. Powderfinger News. Thanks, Bob. Um, so they played... <laughs> Oh, they played four shows or three shows. They played at the Playroom in Gold Coast. They mm. played at the Manhattan Manhattan Club in Brisbane, and they played at the Pump Club in <laughs> Brisbane. Didn't really sort of venture out the state, but you know whatever. <laughs> mm. um, I mean, still, that's two cities. Yeah, they're far from each other. I mean, if you don't get to the Pump Club, oh. Does it say if these were Friday or Saturday nights or are they uh, Monday uh, night open mic? Not, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, it says that they... Up next is some boys from Brisbane, uh, Perdir Finger. <laughs> uh, 
some new kids. Let's, let's see how they go. It's Powderfinger. What? <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, so that's Powderfinger News. <laughs> Finger news. News. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what's what's your best? What's your your favorites? Uh, your favorite movie and favorite release uh, album release for the month. Guest. What's your favorite film and album? I, I already blew that by saying my favorite albums before. That's okay. Um, favorite movie would be Candyman. Yeah. Candyman and and duh. <laughs> duh. And yeah. duh. Are you going lag wagon over sick of it all? Well, I'll give it both. Oh, you okay. can only have one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, my obviously Mighty Ducks. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh, we didn't cover that. Laura doesn't really care for Mighty Ducks. It's not. I don't care for it. I just have only seen it like once or twice. That means she doesn't care for it. I liked it when I saw it. It's not enough. Uh, okay. How many times have you seen it? I mean, heaps, but like. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Don't try and take her side just, when you've watched it 48 times. This is really awkward now. <laughs> uh, Mighty Ducks and my two albums, because no. we get two now, No, is Automatic for the People and Fully Completely by Tragically Hit. Nice. Uh, mine would be... A pint. I'm going to go Hero. Oh. Just to be a bit different. It'll be between not, hero not because and you liked it. But, no, no, it's good. It's a good, cozy sort of film. I think everyone should watch it because Gene Davis is quite good in it. Um, and I would uh, say Ten Thousand Maniacs, um, just for something like there's a, there's a bunch of established albums that I, I would I would go for, but they were a pleasant surprise. Can we um, do an honourable mention to Ghostwatch? Because before oh, yes. you told me about this, I had no idea it existed. It's a movie. You can make that your movie. It's really good. Oh, but yeah. like, it was like no one had ever done that before. Mm. So props to that. But Candyman still wins. Paranormal, um, yeah, Paranormal Activity. Like watch it. If you can yeah, see original. a copy of it, watch it. It's funny and it's actually a little bit creepy. I would say that like um, there's a bunch of stuff that's been used from that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think I think I had a I think my um, review from Letterboxd on that one um, was just four stars. Meet me in the haunted glory hole. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> With pipes. <laughs> pipes <is> coming. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Did you get to all your notes? I did. I got to all my notes. Four pages. Yeah, the only other one was I can't think think of a single film that wouldn't be improved by having to cut back to Michael Parkinson every 20 minutes. (laughs) That was another note that I had. Um, Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to ring in. (laughs) No, thanks for letting me come on and be spooky. Uh, I I really enjoyed the the movies and stuff this time. Yeah. This time. <laughs> well, last time I didn't come as prepared. Oh, that's I, cool. I had just illegible writing. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, went in all different directions. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, we'll see you next uh, October. Thanks. Spooktober. Spooktober. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Cool. Thanks for having me. All right. <laughs> Your back sensor light just came on, so I guess we are going. <laughs> that comes on quite a lot, I think. Yeah, apparently. Um, 
Spooky. There's a cat that poops in the garage. Nice. Awesome. Uh, ooh, ooh, garage. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody <laughs> da. Uh, if you want to come on the show, uh, as I've been, we've got a couple of people who want to come on. Do we? For next season, yeah. Um, so get, get in contact with us uh, if you live in the uh, greater LA area or even if you want to Zoom. Like, we'll, we can work it out. Can uh, we? We'll, we can we can try. We can try. Uh, leaving the pos, living the past pod at gmail.com. Um, also check out our Instagram. If you look in the, the episode description, you've got Letterboxd and Spotify links uh, with this huge playlist for this month. Um, and yeah, uh, leave check a out five star review if you want. All the ridiculous, disgusting videos that will be coming out about this episode that Paul's doing because <laughs> I've been too lazy lately. Uh, that Hellraiser one I did was like. I was trying to cut it where it, before that the lady, the naked lady gets skinned. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> you did well. Cool. I can't believe it was just the CD. What? CD center back. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Why? Flesh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, until uh, next time, I will see you later. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbor, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks. Thanks.